Hello and welcome to our Friday episode of the Byron Life Diaries. This is a little taste of life in Byron Bay, where the boss and I have just moved to. Each week, I'll let you know what's been happening and share our journey with you all. From food, to nature, to celeb spotting, to yogs, you name it. This is a weekly check-in and we'll cover it all. Sending big love from our new home, Byron Bay. Giloha. Welcome to your weekly dose of Byron Life Diary or Diary Byron Life, if I'm saying that right or wrong. Okay, so before I get too waffly, let's catch up on everything. So since I last spoke to you, Dad was arriving and he has been and gone in Byron. In fact, he stayed in Bangalore, this incredible Airbnb around the corner. But I did quite a few things with Dad and... I just think it's worth mentioning them because if you're coming to Byron or you want to come and stay in Byron, then these are some fun little kind of like things to do if you've got a guest or, or sorry, if you're coming as a guest. Does that make any sense or am I just, I feel like I'm really already waffling. So uh, dad got in on the Thursday evening last week, no, Friday evening last week, I had acting school that night. Boss and dad went to the farm in Byron Bay and dad actually said at the very end of the trip that that was his favourite meal. I think the octopus was their favourite and they got they, they do these like um, duck fat potatoes there that I can vouch for. They are insane. Uh, and then the Saturday morning, dad and I went sea kayaking. So I booked us a, a sea kayak tour to discover the dolphins and turtles of Byron. We didn't see dolphins, but we definitely saw turtles. So we saw two different types of turtles. We saw a green sea turtle or a couple of green sea turtles. And then we saw what's called, I think it's called a loggerhead turtle, much bigger, can get up to 150 kilos, humongous. And we went out to a part of Byron called Middle Reef. And then we went across to Watergoes, which is kind of the dolphin home. Didn't see any dolphinos, but we then walked and hiked the lighty the next morning and saw so many dolphins, like 40 dolphins in a pod all waking up and going from like super chill and snoozy to awake and having fun. Interestingly, do you know when a dolphin sleeps, it only turns half its brain off, so half the brain stays awake while the other half sleeps. So interesting. I think that's the whole dolphin family. I'm pretty sure orcas do the same. And then I've heard that there's like spotted dolphins on the outside, but I don't know if that bit's true or not. Another thing I learned about animals, because Dad's an equine vet and we um, saw a lot of horses, um, was that do you know that horses sleep standing up? They literally lock out their patella, which is their knee, and they can sleep standing up. I had no idea. I always assumed they'd sit like a little lamb or lay on their side, but they don't. They sleep standing up most of the time. Food-wise, we took Dad to Doma, that incredible Japanese you've heard me bang on about. The the trick if you go to Doma, which is in Federal, which is kind of like the food spot near a lot of waterfalls and hikes. Oh, that reminds me. I made a list of all the things that I did with Dad and we took him on a waterfall hike. So I'm just making a note here so I don't forget to tell you. Um is Doma is kind of like your pit stop food-wise. Uh, we love what's called the cone nori rolls, so not the California rolls. They're like in a cone. They're delicious. I always get one raw salmon, one scorched salmon, and then I get my tuna in a Californian roll, which is really, really yummy. 
We took Dad to Ray's, of course. It's a rite of passage and we just love Ray's. So that was a really, really nice vibe and ran into mates and whatnot there. Uh, Dad went to Harvest in the mornings. Harvest is known for its little bakery that's only open on weekend mornings so you can go and get your coffee and your baked goods there. Then we took him on a, oh, that day we went to the Bangalore market. So each Sunday there's a different big kind of like arts market on and it rotates between Bangalore, Byron, the Shannon or Channon and Mullen or Lennox, one of the two. And it was Bangalore, which is our fave and his fave. Dad remembered it from when he visited when I used to live on the Gold Coast, so we're talking over 10 years ago now. So that was really cool. He got lots of prezos. I feel like I bought a few things. Oh, yeah, when we took him to Harvest, which is where that little baked goods place is, they're across the road from Harvest. There's a shop called Nuri Bar Merchants. This is all in the area of Nuri Bar, by the way. So like seven minutes hinterland, inland from Bangalore. And um, I got these really cool like pink wine glasses. But like they're like a really soft pink and they're kind of, they feel real 70s. So yeah, I got them there and we bought a bunch of Palo Santo, which is like a South American wood that's used for spiritually cleansing out old, stale, negative energy and bringing in and inviting in new positive energy. So I bought that. Uh, On the last morning, we decided to take him for a hike. So I know there's a lot of backlash about you're not meant to say where you hike on Instagram because um, you want to protect it for locals. But I have been using this book called Byron Trails and every walk I've been on is in the Byron Trails book. So I don't know whether I should be telling you or not be telling you because I don't want to upset anybody, but it's in this book. So I'll say it and if anyone's got a problem with me saying it, please DM me and let me know. But the waterfall that we went to is called Wyan Wyan, about 20 minutes from Bangalore, really nice, not too hardcore, quite short, quite easy, a little bit like Killen Falls, probably the same hardness if anyone's done that. You can fully swim in the creek and it's kind of like a really wide waterfall, almost feels like five waterfalls all connected to one another. So it's gorgeous. It's really, really, really pretty. And after that, we took him to Vagabond or Vagabond uh, to go right before the airport. Now, Vagabond is created by the original creators of Combi Penny and I'm not sure what her partner's name is, but uh, combi in Melbourne when I used to live in Elwood and then there's a combi up here. Both They've sold both of them and now Vagabond is their new Bambino. I, in fact, I think they have a Bambino called Lola. Anyway, I digress. So I got a mushroom bulletproof, which was really, really good, coffee. Uh, Matt got this New York NYC kind of like cheap, um, NYC uh, sandwich, like a New York sandwich. And dad got this thing called Kachakari or Kachaku. Anyway, it's this, be- I've had it before. It's this like beautiful lentil, dali, kind of like warming lunch. Really good. And then he got a chai because dad came up here and he was like, oh, I haven't been having coffee. I'm like, hello, your daughter owns a coffee company. Anyway, he was all about the chais. And so because he was staying in Bangalore, he was able to go to Woods heaps. And so he had the Bertrand chai at Woods and then he got a chai another day and the banana bread to the point that he was on the way back. Can we go back and get more banana bread? And I was like, mate, 
yeah, but you've you have got all these other places to try. It was very, very funny. He was obsessed with banana bread just like me. Uh, the other things that went on last week was acting school. I think I touched on that last week. So it was a like masterclass intense workshop. Of course my – I don't turn my phone on silent when I – podcast for you. I apologize for that. Uh, so acting school ended on Friday night and we had to put our self-tapes up. I got lots of technical feedback, which is good. I felt like a bit of a dingo because I was like, oh, I could have fixed that. Oh, I could have fixed that. But I learned so, so much. That was unreal. That was with a British teacher called Mel Churcher and I did it online via 16th Street where I've done a lot of my acting studies. It's just nice to kind of like keep learning and um, kind of like honing that skill for just like putting up tapes and learning lines and script analysis and whatnot. Anyway, so that's what's going on there. And then in between all of that I've been doing book editing. We'll be editing now for a couple of months so I'm just kind of like in the rhythm of that, trying to get my ego out of the way so I'm comfortable with changes and whatnot. Been been organising some podcasts, so got some big guests coming up that I'm so pumped for, a little bit nervous for, but I've just got to do a lot of research for them and uh, a couple of them are authors, so I've really got to put my reading socks on. Head to Melbourne tomorrow. So when I say tomorrow, I'm recording this in advance because I'll be in Melbourne by the time this comes out, but uh, I head to Melbourne, so I'm recording this on Wednesday, head to Melbourne Thursday, this comes out Friday. So I'll be in Melbourne when this comes out. I've heard it's freezing, so I'm just starting to pack and I'm like, oof, probably need to pack some warmer clothes than what I have. Anyway. Uh, heading to Melbourne to see fam, uh, get hair done, eyebrows, all that kind of like maintenance. It's a maintenance trip but Bosco's coming with me too so we're going to get to see his fam, my fam, hopefully see my mum as well, all that kind of stuff. So that'll be really, really nice. Uh, I've actually booked a juice cleanse while I'm in Melbourne. Um, my favourite one is called Karmic Cleanse. Really, really good. I've ordered myself a three-day Zen cleanse so that I can just stay really on track while I'm there. I, sometimes I'm in Melbourne because it is a lot colder. I'll just indulge and eat and then regret it and feel shitty. So, um, yeah, I've organised a karmic cleanse to arrive the day I get in and that way I can just kind of like st- – even if I have dinners with Matt in the evening, I just stay on the juices and clean living the whole – during the days uh, so that I feel clean. I just, Melbourne, I always indulge when I go to Melbourne, so I'm trying to prevent that this trip. Uh, I tried another new thing today in Byron Bay. So, you know, I do Matt Pilates at Peaches. Uh, I actually tried their Boxalates today. Honestly, I was dripping, like dripping, and I forgot how much I love boxing. I trained in Muay Thai when I lived in Melbourne for a couple of years, so... I forgot how much it was so much fun and it's obviously such a great cardio workout and they mix it with Pilates too. So you're getting like strength, cardio, coordination, something different, like good playlist. It does make you want to go home and watch every single fight movie and pretend you're a fighter like Million Dollar Baby, Southpaw, so many good <laughs> fight movies. Ten bucks says I've, I'm – nearly finished this book and I bet you when I finish this book tonight I'll be like, Matt, I'm, I'm just going to go watch a fight movie. I bet you. Uh, speaking of movies, last night we watched 
Everest, which is a really good – Matt didn't love it. I loved it. It's got Jake Gyllenhaal, Sam Worthington. I think Kira Knightley's even in it. Uh, but it's um, all about climbing Everest and there's some Australian actors and some Kiwi actors in there as well. I quite liked it. But then I love all adventure things in general. So if you're into Everest or want to climb Mount Everest, be a good movie for you. That uh, said, Matt was like researching the stats of Mount Everest as well because there's like moments where they're climbing up and there's people that have passed away on the side of the walk and Matt's like, oh, no, no, that's true. And so there's I think 300 people have died attempting to climb Mount Everest and 150 of those bodies haven't been retrieved. Gnarly, right? And apparently the summit, you've got like a really small window to get to the summit until the like weather changes. So you've got to like almost like drop your gear, run, touch the summit, put your little flag on and then descend. Um, But anyway, it does sound really, really full on and I quite like the movie. Uh, also yesterday I did a lighty walk with Plastic Free Mermaid. I've done an episode with her before on the potto and it was just cool having an eco-friendly person to hang and talk to and learn from. Uh, today I tried a different coffee place. I went to Roadhouse, which I haven't been to since we moved here, and I got this. It's called Brew, brew. So it's like the turbo at High Life. So it's long black, uh, lion's mane, MCT, cold brew mixed together with cinnamon on top. So yum. I think that's becoming my favourite like go out coffee. Uh, Really, really, really yummy. Um, And my body seems to really like it and respond well from it because I intermittent fast so I kind of like have that at like 11 when I'm like waning a little. Uh, I've also been doing yoga at Body Mind Life in town. I did a reformer class last week as well. I think I've already told you about that. But yeah, I'm giving everything a red hot crack at the moment and just kind of soaking up as much as I can so that, yeah, you've got a nice tour guide in amongst these um, pods. Randomly got asked to an interview with the New York Times this week. I think people are just really interested in Byron Bay's at the moment and uh, had to do a photo shoot for it as well. We end up shooting at the ranch in Byron Bay, which is this incredible, incredible horse ranch and run by the lovely Shanti and we got to just hang out with her beautiful horses. Bal, I like fully... um, meshed with. I really liked Bao. And then Mandela was really beautiful too. Two grey horses. Uh, Yes, a big thank you Shanti and the Ranch Byron Bay for um, letting us come and hang out for the Arvo. And also uh, if you're visiting and you're a horse person, you can book Shanti and the ranch and and they'll take you on trail rides and beach rides and ho- uh, horse riding lessons which the boss and I want to start doing so yeah really really cool um you'll see a bit of it on my Instagram because I intend on posting about it tonight so you should have you sh- which means it should be live by the time uh, this pod is out all right another thing we're doing in Friday episodes is of course a book club 
I've got about 10 pages left of this book. It is so good. I'll finish it tonight. Uh, I've mentioned this author before. I'm a huge fan of his work. His name is David Gillespie. This book is called Taming Toxic People, The Science of Identifying and Dealing with Psychopaths at Work and at Home. I think I've already mentioned it to you because I have just completely devoured this book, but I just wanted to mention it now that I've finished it. If you just want to understand, you know, when you have either a friend or a working relationship where you're like, whoa, why is this person taking advantage of me? Or, oh, I feel like I'm really being manipulated now. Uh, and then one minute they're nice and then one minute they're mean to you, but then you think they might be bitching about you behind your back, all that jazz. It's all in here. So fascinating. It's not like psychopaths, murderers. It's psychopaths in everyday world. Really, really interesting. And also if you're into health, uh, David Gillespie is a very renowned health writer. He wrote Sweet Poison. He wrote uh, Just Eat Real Food and then he wrote The Eat Real Food Cookbook. Uh, He's got a book called Free Schools, which I haven't read yet but I definitely need to read. He's got a new book coming out soon so I've been writing to his publishers and being like, can you send it to me because I want to interview him on the pod. I'm a huge David Gillespie fan. Hands down one of my favourite authors and super, super knowledgeable. He's a lawyer by trade, I'm quite sure, and, yeah, really, really cool human being. Really um, what you see is what you get and you can feel his tone in the words. Very, very cool. There you go. There's your week update from Byron Bay. I feel like I sped it a little bit, but anyway. Uh, I'll be in Melbourne when this comes out, so big love from Melbs, I guess it will be then, but big love from Byron Bay. Uh, I Your next um, diary entry will be from Byron because as soon as I get back from Melbs all that week I'll be in Byron Town and you'll have on Monday Sandra Sully is our guest on Monday. How cool. The queen, right? OG. So Sandra Sully will be on the podcast Monday morning. Hope you like it. I hope you liked this Monday's episode with Julia Grace. She's really open and vulnerable and very um, passionate. She was one of my acting teachers, but she's just good for all-round life stuff. So I really hope you enjoyed that episode because I absolutely love chatting to her. Yeah, and as always, please DM me if you've got any ideas of people you'd like to have on the podcast. Um, feel like I've, I'm exhausting my Australian pool a little bit now. I'm like, oh man, who else can I, <laughs> who else can I get? I'm, I'm booking a pod recording uh, trip in Sydney in two weeks as well. So, yeah, we've got some fun guests all lined up, some fun authors lined up. So I really look forward to sharing all of that with you. Yeah, because I'm loving the poddo and I love you for even taking the time to listen and support this podcast because, you know, it is a passion project and, you know, right now you don't make loads of cash off it. It is just more about something that you love and hopefully resonates with people. Alrighty, mega love. Bye.